Hi, should we still do a podcast? Hello. Um, let me just wake up. <laughs> Ugh. Good morning. Good morning. Ugh. Uh, okay, hello and welcome to Unpick, a podcast uh, now all about the colour red. Uh, I'm Sarah McClintock, artist, costume designer, and sleepy boy this morning because we're recording in the morning for the first time ever and with me today we have Seamus introduce yourself hello i am Seamus but in, in contrast to possibly most of your previous guests i actually dress like a cartoon character so um i dress like a wizard sometimes and i wear red a lot um so i'm from scotland our first guest from like, Scotland <laughs> against all odds. <laughs> recorded in Scotland, but I'm your first guest from Scotland. Good, good. Uh, yeah. Yes, I I study Scottish Gaelic and linguistics. Well, until recently, I've now graduated. Ah, <sighs> um, oh, sucks. Yeah, and well. yeah, yeah. I think I I'm actually I'm quite happy to. I think it's it's nice and cyclical because I think this will be the final. You'll be the final guest of this. Series. I may do another sort of a season two thing, but not nice. this, not this year, um, because I will not have the time once uni starts again. Um, um, but I think it's quite nice um, to close up with another non-binary guest. Um, yay. A kind of meeting, meeting um, where Colin started us off. Um, so for the for this final, just um, can you describe to us in not so many words? what you tend what is your cartoon character outfit that you wear well so when i was very young i had a favorite color and then as i got older i came to the realization that choosing to wear other colors bored me so i choose clothes based on two things how red they are and what their texture is so I end up trying to wear cotton and linen things, maybe uh, wool things or cord. Cord, I like cord. Um, and in recent years, people have been commenting on how stylish I look when I dress, uh, which is purely a consequence of the fact that since I do not make my own clothes, I have to go into shops and choose whatever clothes I can get that are in red, and they tend to appear to people when I put them on to be quite stylish. I don't know how. I've been told there's things like colour matching and like stuff like that. I just, if it's red, I wear it, and then I'm wearing it. Uh, right now, I am wearing a t-shirt that is red. I am wearing trousers. That are red. Uh, I don't know what kind of trousers these are, so I don't know if they, they like. I don't know. They're just sort of plain trousers, um, but they're bright red. And I'm also wearing one of my many linen shirts in plain red. Well, okay, no, I've got three, um, but I wear them a lot. I think that's quite a lot for for linen shirts for a person to have. So oh, well, good. I get. Yeah, I guess. Okay, so these are my only three plain red linen shirts. I've got several more which I acquired long ago. Um, 
One of them is kind of red-ish from far away, so that's that's okay. Uh, but yes, um, yeah. So that's that's this kind of thing is what I've been wearing consistently because I can get red T-shirts quite easily, and in recent years I have found red linen shirts occasionally, and I have occasionally found red trousers I can wear. Um, I'm actually. Is it like? Is it harder to find red clothes in certain seasons when like that's not on like the fashion color palette for whatever? Well, like, cause I whenever I have gone into shops this year, they're all they're all selling like this one certain shade of yellow which I really like and like teal things, and there's not very I much red this year. Yellow, yeah. Mm. yeah, it's a very very particular shade of yellow. Yeah, that's actually quite a good shade of yellow. I really like it. I've been buying yeah, a lot of clothes this year. <laughs> Um, if if I had to choose a second colour to wear, it would be that yellow. Yeah. Um, like, it would be a red and gold type colour scheme we would go for. So that's good. Yellow. But yeah, yeah. It, it varies year on year. So, um, last year and the year before, I found a few things in the type of red that I like. But before then, and this year... I've only found things in sort of that salmon colour that they sell men's clothes in. Oh, like, you yeah. know, clothes for men. Um, I, yeah, so non-binary, but I am not very androgynously shaped, so I tend to go for things that fit me, um, which tend to be things that are made for people who are basically cylindrical. <laughs> so... Hi. Yeah, so where where uh, going buying buying trousers from the men's section is a sad experience for me though, because I go in and it's like you know the most interesting color will be that weird salmon color or you know that was it burgundy or one of those yeah I think so darker colors yeah I have sworn off burgundy as being not red purely because it's the only form that I can ever consistently get in shops. And I don't want to be the burgundy person. Oh, just because it's just it's too common? Yeah. It's too it's for commoners. <laughs> well, reasons. it's not that it's too common, it's that, if, it's that it's so common that I could wear all burgundy all the time quite easily, but then oh, I would yeah. be the all burgundy person, not the all red person. Okay, yeah, that that makes sense. It, it's, yeah. Yeah. Um. So. I was actually wondering, um, whenever you were talking about um, linen um, shirts, what is it about linen that feels good to you? I just... So, autism and textures is apparently things that Oh yeah, we, we talked about that on the episode with Christina. Yeah. Um, um, yes, I just love touching linen with my hands, and I like it on my skin, and it should be on my skin all the time, or, you know, any time that I have to wear clothes, which is most of the time. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, you know, 18th century prior, people really got it right with, you know, linen undergarments, and then... Yeah! Uh, I find cotton Exactly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had linen undergarments. Oh, does they exist? Hmm? Oh, see, I just I do I googled linen undergarments and it came up. The suggested option was linen undergarments Bible. 
<laughs> so a Bible made out of old linen undergarments. I think it, there's apparently they wore linen undergarments in the Bible, so I guess I mean I guess the Bible has some things right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that one thing, good. That one, the one thing. Never go home now. <laughs> um. Yes. Um. Uh, what was I was going to say? Oh, yes. I wanted to ask about um silhouettes and and kilts and the shapes of oh. things you like to wear. Yeah. So. Basically, one of the one of the things I found I like is clothes just sort of hanging off me. Like mm. I don't want clothes to be too tight on me. Yeah. Um. So things that attach in one place and then just sort of flow from there is good. Mm-hmm. Kilts are good. I haven't worked up to wearing other flowy garments that attach around your waist yet, but if I find a good one. And I managed to finally move away from my parents at last. Then that mm-hmm. might be a thing. Yeah. Um, I just... So, cloaks are good. Kilts are good. Um, big billowy shirts with flowy sleeves. They're good. Yeah. yeah Do you have any other cloaks? Apart from mm-hmm. the one that I made you? Do you have any other cloaks um, at this stage? Have you managed to acquire more? This is just personal curiosity. I oh, yeah, know if I've got a... competition. <laughs> uh, not yet. That was the last cloak that I got. Um, just rubbing I my got... grubby little hands together. <laughs> I, I do have some loose bits of linen lying around, like a couple of meters of it, and I need to learn how to sew. I could maybe just sort of fashion a loose, flowy thing that attaches around my neck out of that. <laughs> but I've got no other clothes mm-hmm. at the moment. Like a, like a summer cloak. Yeah, exactly. Summer cloak. Yeah. Oh, a couple of years ago there were like, like articles about the, the new fashion man capes. And that that really annoyed me because, you know, like since when did men not wear capes? Like, was that a thing? Were capes only for women oh, at one yeah. point? <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, that's. I'm thinking about I was it. Angry and confused. <laughs> and I think about it in maybe, like I think maybe sixties fashion had like little capelets that were like, like you see a lot of sixties style guess. coats that are like kind of cape esque with like holes for your arms to go through, and then there's like a little sixties uh, woman clutching her purse. And that's like an image I have in my head. So, oh yeah, you can maybe... still buy those in like um, tweed shops. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I have, a, I have a, a like a big cloak, and I think it's from the sixties. Um, ah, uh, yeah, that one. And I don't, I don't wear it because the hood is too deep. And every time I try and like wear it, I just look like an ominous like portent of death. <laughs> um, but in like a nice tan. Um, so and it tends to unnerve people. So I don't really wear it very much. Also, it's like so warm. Um, even in Edinburgh, it's almost not cold enough to to wear it. You need to move to a different country where they actually have winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you know, seasons other than spring and autumn. Yeah, capes are good. And then mentioned the wizard thing. So I have got a growing collection of wizards hats now. Ooh, what what? How is it looking these days? Well, uh, my partner knitted me one. 
Oh, yeah. Did you see that yet? I don't think so. I should describe it anyway, because we're on a podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was going to just drop an image in the Discord, but actually, you know, people like to hear what things look like. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, picture the point of a wizard's hat, and then as you move down, you know, it does the the getting wider thing like a cone does, and then as you get towards the... uh, the bit where it attaches to my head, it splits off into three, like, petal shapes. So, Ooh. basically, a flower. It's Ooh. really cool. Um, oh, I do still so want to see a picture later. I shall send you a picture later. Um, yes, yeah, so, it's it's smaller than my big wizard hat, and also it's knitted and felted, so it retains its shape quite well, so I can put it in a bag when I don't need to have it on immediately, then I can put it on to surprise people. And they they do that sort of exasperated laugh when they see that I'm secretly wearing a wizard's hat. Or I secretly <laughs> have a wizard's hat with me at all times. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yes, um, I have two very tiny knitted wizard's hats. You made one of them. Um, did I? Oh, yes, I did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Many moons ago, um, and uh, the other one was a test one for for this this new flower one that I've got, um, and and I like those tiny hats very much. I can put them on things, and then they're wearing wizard hats. And you know, I I went around a museum in Paris uh, the other week last last week last week I think so, um, or the week before that. You've been and... all around the world. God knows where you've been. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Um, went into a paleontology and bone museum in Paris. Um, oh. And I just went around the museum, putting my hat in front of skeletons, <laughs> pretending <laughs> that the skeletons were wearing my tiny hat. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> I want to see things later. Um, I, shall, I shall upload pictures for you. Um, thank you. I, I'm trying to think what my favourite one. I mean, like there was, there was definitely a velociraptor. There, there was um, that giant armadillo thing, Glyptodont, um, and a mm. mammoth, and all sorts of stuff. It was great. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <sighs> that, that's actually um, reminded me of, I think, a story you told me once of being in the British Museum, and <laughs> there was a little kid who was like, Look, mummy, a witch! Because um, <laughs> you're in the museum wearing, I think, kilt and wizard hat? Yep. Um, <laughs> And I think that um, segues into maybe talking about other people's reactions to you. Ah, yes. Um, because I know I know that Aberdeen University did have a Facebook fan page for the Red Wizard of Aberdeen, <laughs> um, which is yourself. <laughs> so, um, there is the Facebook page Spotted at Aberdeen University. It used to be Spotted at Aberdeen University Library, but they shortened it just to the university. Um I gather spotted at X is a is a thing that other places do as well. So yeah, the Aberdeen so. one seems to feature me quite a lot because people get very excited when I go around in my wizard's gear. Um, and uh, I appear on there a lot. And one time I went around and then I was told afterwards to look on the... When Snapchat uh, did that started doing that thing where you have the map and you can be- see other people's Snapchat things where they did them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was told to click yeah. on the on the university on Snapchat and it was all me. 
<laughs> Lots of, and, lots and, of like, of What were you wearing at the time? Was it again like standard wizard outfit? It was my big wizard hat, which is the one uh, which is just felt and it's red with blue stars. I was wearing the cloak you made um, out of the tweed uh, with the hood out of the other tweed. Um, and I think in that instance, I think I was wearing just sort of red trousers and a red velvet waistcoat and my jangly gloves with the dragon scales on them that you knitted. <laughs> Wait, did I make that waistcoat as well? You didn't make the waistcoat, no. Okay. Because I'm like, did I make all those? Holy shit. <laughs> no, you, you made the shirt I was wearing, you made the gloves I was wearing, and you made the cloak and the hood that I was wearing. So you contributed a lot to that. Damn, I could learn how to make wizard hats and then I could have just everything. Yes. Anyway, um, <laughs> carry on. Put on my to do list. Um, yeah, so people, people react varyingly to, to how I, I dress, because... Like when I'm just going about my normal business without a wizard hat on, people still get confused by me. Some people don't react at all, and then other people do, and then then people go, "Oh, what's your favorite color?" <laughs> um, I still uh-huh. I still quite like that joke. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's a good one. You know, timeless. I, and I bring it upon myself, so you know. Fair enough. Yeah, um, you've, you've dug this grave. Yes, I, I shall lie in it. Um, uh, and then when I have varying amounts of wizardly gear on, people react in different ways. Like, people have. People seem to have settled into shouting three things at me the most. That is, you're a wizard, Harry! Uh, uh-huh. Or, hi, Gandalf! Or are you Rincewind? And that that that's the that's the three sort of main okay. reactions I get. Yeah. I mean that is um, the kind of three main wizards of popular culture, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, so that works. Uh, so okay, so I was in Prague a while ago, like two weeks ago. I can't remember how long, but in Prague. I obtained a hat, which was not a pointy wizard's hat. It looks pointy from the front when you're looking at it, but um, uh, it's kind of like how do I describe it? Uh, well, it's it's sort of got a, in profile. The top looks like a semicircle instead. Okay, like, yes. It's, it's got a long point. It's not. It's not pointy. It just sort of flattens yeah, yeah, into I, a I, wedge. I, 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 I can picture that. And the end is rounded. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was grey with uh, red and grey sort of um, corded uh, cord around the the bit where the brim and the main bit attach. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so I obtained that for my sibling because I thought it would be funny to give my sibling a funny hat. Um, yeah. And... It was also felt. There was no way to put it into my bag without crushing it irreparably. Mm. Um, so I had to wear it around Europe the rest of the time. So like Prague was like my halfway point around my trip. 
Um, the farthest mm-hmm. I got away, technically, kind of, almost. So then I wore it all the way through Germany and Luxembourg and France and England and Scotland. Um, when I was in Germany, not many people reacted, predictably, because it was a Bavarian hat, so people were kind of like, only a few people yeah. reacted, and they were they were old men who came up to me and asked if I was Bavarian too. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, uh, people in Paris reacted quite a lot to that hat. Um, I, I I was reminded that the word the word for hat in French is chapeau because mm-hmm. people kept shouting at me that shouting that at me and I was like oh yeah that's that word I know that word now. Um, Thank you for this vocabulary lesson, Paris. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, the word chapeau was shouted at me a lot, with some other words that I didn't hear. So um, I have to hope that there people were reacting positively. Um, yeah. But then when I was in London, people kept reacting as if I was wearing a wizard hat. Uh, uh-huh. And I was slightly confused, because it clearly wasn't a wizard's hat. Um, yeah. One one kid walked past me saying, "You're a wizard, Harry," and I was uh-huh. very confused because of all the pop culture references. It was a grey hat uh, on a person with a long beard. Um, yeah, clearly that's Gandalf. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> I mean, even if in the books Gandalf's wearing a blue hat, but anyway. Um, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Um, yes, so people react varyingly, and some people quite like that I would dress as a wizard. Some people are very confused. Why would I dress that way? Why? Why? But then um, other people are like, "Good on you, mate!" All right, thanks. Um, so yeah, yeah. I think it's really um, it's kind of like you've you've gone throughout Europe, like. Uh, tracking other people's like the cultural difference was between like <laughs> reacting to wearing a funny hat. Um, yes. Yeah, I, well, I guess Germany it being um, uh, something a bit more familiar to them, and just being like, okay, yeah, this is it's kind of kind of like you know wearing a kilt in Scotland versus wearing a kilt in yeah, not Scotland. exactly. Like like when I'm wearing my kilt and the wizard hat in. Scotland, um, people react to the wizard's hat, they do not react to the kilt. And then yeah. he mentioned the thing when I was in the British Museum, the English kids reacted to the fact that I was wearing both and could not imagine that someone wearing a skirt could be anything other than a witch if they were wearing a pointy hat. Which, you know, logical <laughs> thinking. Um, not familiar with the kilt, therefore this is a witch. So, yeah, that works. Um... But I, I kind of I don't know if you're if you're okay with talking about it, but like how do you feel personally about having people constantly react in some way, either positively or apathetically or negatively? Like how like how what is that like for you just to be constantly noticed? Well, so I've never been very good at doing things in what people consider to be a normal way. And so there was always this level of me occasionally getting noticed for not conforming to like 
conversational standards or you know mm-hmm. the way that they walk or something. Um, <clears throat> and I mean that was that was at its height during school. So mm-hmm. I eventually sort of decided that if I was going to get noticed for things, I'd prefer it to be things that I was in control of. So mm-hmm. people aren't making fun of me anymore for doing things that they think are weird that are just me doing normal things. People are reacting to me in a way which I have allowed them to. Yes. Um, so I I like the feeling of control that that gives me. I mean, some people are still annoying, and that is annoying, but people were annoying before. But now people react nicely to me as well. So, uh-huh. It's, uh-huh. you know, mixed, but now I have a certain amount of control over it. Yeah, wow. And yeah, I never actually um, thought of it that way. Because I'm very, I am very used to being able to camouflage myself and and blend in and act in such a manner that like no one pays any attention to me. And I mean, for me, that is a again a practice thing that I learned how to do during school to survive. But it kind of sounds like you've gone the opposite. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like, there there was... I had the choice to conform completely or pretend to conform completely to sort of be unnoticed, but I... That was just difficult. Um, and, yeah. and, you know, like, reading fantasy novels as a child, people going around in cool clothing. I mean, reading The Hobbit when I was very, very young, was very formative for me, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, why shouldn't I get to wear cloaks and pointy hats? Like, yeah. let's do this. I mean, and yeah. I mean, at least you live in a part of the world where it's cold enough to actually warrant a cloak most of the time. Ah, well, you see, okay, so you're thinner than me. You lose a lot of okay. body heat more quickly than me. So yeah. I have difficulty wearing anything in Scotland. Like in in summer it gets warm and in winter it gets kind of chilly. So in summer I am always too warm. In winter I am too warm as soon as I move. So I can wear anything as long as I sit perfectly still. <laughs> <laughs> but I retain a lot of heat. And stop being so naturally I... adapted to survive on a tiny island. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do not need clothes in Scotland, particularly, um, uh, apart from the like cultural. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, y- you'd think living in Scotland, you'd be able to wear cloaks and stuff. Kind of, almost. I just get really sweaty. Mm. That's all. Mm. Mm. Actually, I must ask you for island recommendations later after we finish this because I've been, I've got a week off, and I'm like, ooh, let's go to an island, but I need to nice. I need to figure out where. Um, but I've forgotten what I was talking about. I had a thing that I was going to say, but then I got distracted by uh, my own perceptions of the Scottish weather or something. <laughs> um, 
Was it about wizards? It was probably about wizards. I was yes, I was going to ask if you if I if you think that um having gone down the path of like complete acceptance and like ownership of your own aesthetic that that has benefited you um rather than that str- scramble and struggle to hide I think it has yes so it might not benefit me in like trying to get a job or whatever but um being able to deal with how people react to me uh, enabled yeah. me to figure out how to interact with people in a way that worked. Because mm-hmm. before I figured out how to interact with people, it was very hit and miss. Um, but now I can now now I have fooled people into thinking that I am a very sociable per- person who um, is just naturally good at talking to people. Um, and this is bizarre uh-huh. to me because uh, if you met ten-year-old me, you would not think so. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ten-year-old me had had no social skill whatsoever. So being being in control of how people react to me has been good for um, <clears throat> figuring out how to react to people. Um, yeah, because like it gives it gives people something to latch on to, which I can predict, and therefore if I know what they're reacting to, then yeah, I know yeah. how to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did actually consider that, like, job wise, I feel like the the way you dress, like any job in like your field, would be like cool, sweet, <laughs> um, and up for it. Um, I think almost like linguistics, yeah. Gaelic, mm. like, they tend to be quite conservative still in certain areas. And like, there's that, there's that thing that goes along with it where, you know, we're we're trying to be taken seriously, so mm. less so. But you know, uh, I'm sure I'll make it work. Mm. Oh, yeah, I was thinking more of linguistics. Actually, kind of forgot about garlic. Yeah, definitely linguistics. They're they're, they're they give me weird looks, but they're like all right. Yeah. yeah. When I presented at uh, a conference uh, for linguistics earlier in the year, um, <sighs> a, the way that I dressed went down very well. I did not wear the wizard hat to the conference, but uh-huh. I was wearing all red, so that was good. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I wonder, do you find that like people who are really used to you like forget that you're like... Because I feel like I've been like hanging around with you and like... I do remember that time we tried to walk through the University of Edinburgh campus and you were dressed in your cloak and your wizard's hat. People kept coming up to me and I was like, yes. fuck's sake, are we ever going to get anywhere? Because <laughs> like, I stopped clocking that as like out of the ordinary. Yeah. Does that, does that, is that just me or is that everyone else? I think that's actually just you. Um, oh, okay. Well, maybe some other people, but mostly people tend to be constantly aware of it in my experience so 
my least favourite thing about now having enough clothes to almost always be wearing all red is that mm-hmm. whenever I can't, for some reason, wear an article of clothing on myself that is red, uh, I then have to resort, obviously, to an article of clothing that is some other colour. And people like to react in shock and horror at that. And, Mm. like, I'm not such a fan of that because, yeah, I like to wear red, but at the same time, like, unless unless you're going to buy me some more red clothes, I am occasionally going to have to do something I don't like, which is wear not red. And I already don't like it, so you reacting with shock is like, well, no, I'm just disappointed that I didn't get to wear it. I, I'm not feeling uh, unwell or mm-hmm. anything. I I just mm-hmm. I just wasn't able to, and I'm already feeling disappointed by that. You you don't you don't need to feel disappointed on my yeah. behalf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, uh, um, <clears throat> hardest article of clothing to get in red for me is shoes. Um. Mm. And. So I tend to opt for brownish shoes that people think are red. When I'm when I'm wearing all red, my brown shoes tend to be registered as red by people. Um, oh yeah, I, th- I know that shade of brown that's kind of like warm. So yeah, 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 that tracks. Um, so I wore my 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 last pair of brown shoes all over Europe, and then when I got to Scotland. I found that I'd worn through the soles of them so that they sucked up all the rain into my feet. So, obviously, I can't wear those anymore because I'm in Scotland. <laughs> they, they still work as long as it's completely dry, but they're meant to be waterproof okay. shoes, so this does not work. Um, yeah. So, I dug out the pair of shoes that my dad bought me ten years ago, which are blue <laughs> tennis shoes. They are mm-hmm. quite comfortable. But they are blue. Mm-hmm. I do not like them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I have to wear them because I've got no shoes left. And and people yeah. were going, oh no, oh no, you're not wearing red. What is happening? Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, okay, cool. I, I'm in town looking at shoe shops <laughs> because I've got no <laughs> <Yeah>. shoes left. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, we are coming, we are nearing to, I think, the 40 minute mark. So I will start um, wrapping up. Is there anything we haven't okay. mentioned so far that you want to touch on before we close things off? Um, we, I mean, we mentioned the textures thing, but we didn't. Oh yeah, yeah, we did actually. Um, I think I only talked about linen. Yeah, I think like red is an important factor in my clothes, but um, texture is secretly more important. Like, mm-hmm. I will choose to wear red things if possible, but if that is not the right texture, then I will not yeah, wear it. Yeah, what are, what are the bad textures? Uh, I'm not a fan of, like, mostly just sort of synthetic things. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mentioned I can get red t-shirts quite easily. I can also get sort of, like, 
other things in sportswear in red quite easily. Mm, but yeah. I, 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 I mean, if I wore their, those, I wouldn't look stylish, of course, but that doesn't matter to me so much as the fact that they're mostly synthetic materials and I just don't like it. It's, yeah. it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. So, um, I will Is wear it the, like, cord. cloyingness of it? Uh, yeah, if I'm, like... if I'm, well, without, if I'm touching it with my hands, I just don't like it. And then if I'm, if I'm wearing it on top of me, the, the fact that it, like, traps sweat and stuff, you know, that can be bad. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't like feeling like all, all my, all my stuff is being trapped inside my clothing. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> so I, I like, I like nice things that, that, feel good on my skin and um, don't have water droplets on the inside. <laughs> yeah, I will wear cord before I wear red if I can't wear red that is a nice texture. So stuff like that. Is it the... Because um, actually he um, talked about it in the episode that just came out uh, with Herfa, how she just likes the feeling of the bumpiness and the shriek, shriek, shriek of cord. Yeah, is that yourself yeah, as that's well? Exactly it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just like just a, just a nice, nice feeling, nice texture. Um, I will, I will sit and run my hands over my card trousers when I wear them. You know, just, just fun. They're good. Yeah. Um, I guess, I guess that's in, that's definitely. In, uh, Do you have any um cord um shirts or jackets or? I have a cord shirt. Yes. Oh, okay, so they do uh, make cord shirts. Yeah, it's it's good as well. Um, especially around the collar area. Um, because it's folded over there, so it's slightly like, firmer, so I can just run my hand over the back of my neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, with the trousers, it's obviously a thicker material, so it um, is a bit uh, stiffer. Would that... Um like the cord feel would that be like a calming thing for you um yeah i guess um just if i'm if i'm lacking in other types of like niceness i just do that and it is good i think nice that's good it's like nice i also quite like tweed feeling like the the modern tweed which isn't so scratchy like that's good (laughs) I I <laughs> Yeah. Um it's not quite as much fun as cord, but it is a good heavy feeling when you're wearing it. It's like yeah, this is proper fabric. <laughs> like this is what I call fabric. <laughs> I Yeah. Um Yeah, so plasticky things are bad. Um I've I've I don't want own any silk things. But touching silk just reminds me of touching nylon. So, and if it if it's quite smooth silk, so, uh, I I mean, like maybe I would feel differently if I was wearing silk. But um, uh, I don't I don't know how nice it is to wear. But um, touching silk reminds me of yeah. touching nylon things. So, I mean, um, I know that um, Herfa and Christina when. Um, she was on talked about silk being good to wear as being like cool and breathable and the sort of thing that you can like sweat through, oh, okay. which I feel like so would be a plus. 
for you but also it is very like smooth and it does have that like smoothness of um synthetic stuff but i i all all together i feel feel like it would be nice so i know maybe i'll i don't have the money to make your silk shirt i take all that back um maybe for christmas um you never know if i find some cheap silk (laughs) that's red i I, I did hear Um, about like silk being woven roughly so it's not so smooth that that sounds good yeah but the thing is the rough like textured silk is like five times the price of the thin light stuff Um, yeah that figures (laughs) um okay um well i think that will that will um oh my god i just saw a huge spider in my curtains and he is a he's a friend i like spiders but it did surprise me a surprising friend He's a surprising. It's like whenever your friend comes up behind you and like pokes you in the back. Um, uh, I apologize for every time I I, I surprised you because um, I know <laughs> that I do that a lot. Um, I mean, usually I could see you coming because you've usually. I mean, if well, if you're but... if you're anywhere in front of me, I can fucking see you coming because there's a big fuck off big hat there. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, there they are. Um, but this happens to all my friends. Like they expect to see me because I'm I'm wearing bright red, but then they don't see me and. I'm apparently a very quiet person when I'm walking, so then I just say hello, and they go what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. Anyway, um. While I'm just like staring at my spider friend and wondering how the hell that that can fit into oh, my thanks. curtains, so, where does he live? <laughs> He's so big. Anyway, um. This has been Unpick. Um. Seamus, thank you very much for coming on, and. Where, if you would like to be found, where can people find you on the internet? Um, oh, that's a good question because I've not been using much lately. So I don't know. Just, just remember, I'm the Red Wizard, um, Seamus the Red, S E U M A S, and maybe you'll find me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, statistically, it's it's likely. Yeah, just as long as you spell my name right and put red next to it, it might come up. I'm just, sorry, I just googled Seamus the Red just to see and mm, no, apparently there's a lot about the Libra. No, there's a picture of you! There are two <laughs> no, pictures of you and a lot of uh, Labour Party things. Oh so. yeah, that, that politics guy who writes about stuff, yeah. Um, but there are two two pictures of, of you. Um, <laughs> just anyway. Um, Alright. Yeah. Um, that's 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 all. That's good to know that you can just Google yourself. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I have been Sarah McClintock. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sarah McCostumes, M C C Costumes, and I do another podcast about Yu-Gi-Oh called Pot of Greed, which is very fun to do. And uh, that is about it for me. Thank you all for listening. And she was once again, thank you for coming on and like no closing us up with um, your your good self. <laughs> it was my pleasure. Bye. Goodbye, listeners. Thank you. Bye.